press knows what off the record means, but Donald Trump was at an off the record meeting with reporters yesterday. Yeah. Including with the New York Times. And um, and he told reporters, you see, uh, Trump's going to the border today. Presidential border visit. And he said uh, to these reporters, this trip to the border won't change a damn thing. It's really just a photo op. He also threw his aides under the bus. Again, this is off the record. Then it was immediately reported. Yeah, by the New York Times. And then re- re- reprinted then in every other paper, yeah. website, and, and news station around the country. Did you hear the story that the most recent editor of the New York Times, Jill Abramson, thinks the New York Times is out of control anti-Trump in their news coverage? Right. Yeah. Something that she wouldn't have allowed. And I guarantee you she loathes Trump. Oh, she, yeah. She's absolutely. Yeah. She also hates the boss of the New York Times for firing her. But, uh, I mean, this is a perfectly good example. Presidents have always given off-the-record um, meetings. It's just a relationship they, that they all have. So they understand where they stand on various things. Well, and you know what's really extraordinary to me about this story is it, it, it used to be for my entire life that if somebody told you something off-the-record, you just you had to preserve that trust as a journalist. Otherwise, your reputation is shot. Well, and you'll never get and, any information ever again. Well, right, and to betray that is an enormous move. I mean, that's a that's a a decision you would be up all night thinking about. And what did they betray? The statement by a president that yeah, this is mostly a photo op. That's the most routine sort of thing you can imagine for presidents. Barack Obama, George W. Bush, back to the Millard Fillmore did stuff all the time because it looked good to be there, and you know it was a photo op. Now maybe that's a waste of taxpayer money. I'm willing to have that question, but to betray something off the record for a story that dumb and nothing—that's extraordinary. And I, and and every broadcast report or print report that I've read, it's mentioned. That during the off the record meeting, the president said without 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 a tangent of <laughs> off the record means we shouldn't know this, but somebody went public with information that's off the record, which is not usually done. I mean, right. it's kind of a weird thing to do. But anyway, since we do know it, I'll pass it along to you. Uh, Trump said that it's, his trip to the border won't change a damn thing. It's a photo op. He also threw his aides under the bus during the off the record meeting, saying that he personally doesn't want to make the trip. Quote, I like there's actual quotes from this off the record. Oh, boy. Quote, but these people behind you say it's worth it. He gestured to his communications director, Bill Shine, and Sarah Huckabee, and Kellyanne Conway. So it's kind of funny. These people think it's worth it, but I don't think it's it's a waste of my time. Hmm. Hmm. An unconventional president, to say the least. And an unconventional press. Yeah, that's extraordinary. Well, uh, so many of our... Traditions and institutions are uh, being restructured, at least, if not crushed and and thrown away, Uh, some of which probably ought to be. Uh, It's a period of great change, Jack. I don't know if you've noticed that. I'll go with it. Plus, uh, you have people bringing dead raccoons into McDonald's. Uh, We'll have that story for you before long. (laughs) Fantastic. Uh, The big story, politically speaking. This okay, year. look at look at it. Look at the CBS early show. That, ah, right. There's a woman down at the border. Yes, a reporter. What is that behind her? That's a, a gigantic steel fence. You could call it a wall. Sure, it's high oh, enough. It's, to... it's a barrier. Looks like it goes on for miles. Yes, it does. And Democrats are in favor of pulling that down because walls are immoral. Wait a second. Excuse me. I'm. They're talking to my... No, nobody's in favor of that, in spite of all that rhetoric. 
all that phony, phony rhetoric. And those are high walls, too. Yeah. I'm not going to pay for that fucking wall. That's the former president of Mexico with his initial stance in the negotiation. Vicente oh, Fox. By the way, that's another one. That's another one. Vicente Fox, who one of his security de- detail helped El Chapo escape. Oh, right? yeah. El Chapo had tentacles to the highest level. <laughs> Clear up to the very top. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. One of the Is that akin to... You're following this a bit more closely than I am, but... Is that akin to like a uh, a unit of the Secret Service helping a super high level criminal escape from Leavenworth? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Mexico is a third world country. It is very, very different from the United States. I'd say got some lovely beaches. Um, what was I going to say? I had a number of things on my mind. Oh, just uh, stop wasting our time talking about the wall. It is dwarfed. As a political story, by some, by a couple of things nobody's talking about. Number one, and forgive me for this, because I know it probably doesn't make for great talk radio, but the federal deficit, the federal debt, the fact that we are handing our children and grandchildren a devastating financial blow. Can you imagine? You're 75 years old. Your, your grandkids, God bless them, they're just getting out into the world. We'll say for the sake of the argument, they're 24 years old. And you walk into their brand new apartment. They got their honey there. And you say, hey, um, you owe $475,000 to a loan shark. And you have no choice but to pay it. So anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm back to the, I'm off to the golf course. That is what we are doing to our children and grandchildren. It is unforgivable. But you already know that. So moving along, the other much bigger than the border wall story, political story this year, emerged in the last couple of days. You've got Bill de Blasio in New York City announcing free, well, taxpayer paid for, medical care for every air-breathing homo sapien in that city, including something like 300,000 illegal immigrants. Free medical care for anybody who exists in that city, including illegals. Other end of the country, exempting Alaska and Hawaii, which I don't consider real states. Uh, The other end of the contiguous states, California, Gavin Newsom, the brand new sworn in governor of that state, saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we're working toward universal health care for all Californians, including you wander in from Iowa, you got free health care. You wander in from Honduras. You got taxpayer-funded health care. That's the political story of our time, I think, this year. 2019 is going to be the year of the flood of taxpayer-funded government health care for everyone, including illegals, which I might remind you was what Joe, was it Joe Wilson, who was the congressperson during the State of the Union when Barack Obama was talking about uh, Obamacare, said, you lie, because the president said this will never be given to illegals. I've heard that. And he said, you lie, because he was lying. Um, it was still rude, and I don't appreciate rudeness. Uh, but we see that fruit now becoming ripe and falling from the trees. The two most populous states in the Union. Is that still true? Is New York number two? Yeah. Or no, Texas, I believe. All oh, right. So uh, two, of, two of the most, thank you, two of the most populous states in the Union are now enacting 
Obamacare for illegals paid for by the productive members of society. And I I would point out that neither one of them is the product of a long discussion and critical vote by the people of those countries, uh, those uh, states, I should say, or city in the case of New York City. It's just. You know, policy passed by the executive. So is that, um, since it seems obvious to me, or I think to anyone, that the math doesn't really work on that. No. Um, what's, what's the theory there? Is it is it just short-term pandering? That it'll be okay as long as I'm in the office? I don't mm. think it's that cynical. It's, Do they have a, a way of looking at the math that's different? Do they think that, well, nobody will come from a different state and abuse this. It'll <laughs> only be... It'll only be Californians that take advantage of free health care. Oh, yes, they will. Signed, all the homeless people in California. Or the most generous benefits exist. I would do this if I had a horribly sick kid and it was going to be a million-dollar medical bill and I live in Iowa. I'd find a way to get to California or New York or wherever they're going to pay for it all just because I'm there. We apologize for portraying Iowans as moochers in these uh, examples. I don't think that makes you a moocher. I think that's the smart thing to do. In your case, in your example, of course, I would do that. I'd do that in a minute. Uh, it, it, your question about the math, is it merely short-term pandering? It, it is short-term pandering. I also think some of these politicians have this twisted view of how economies actually work, and they think they can squeeze, like, everything but a nickel a year out of a company's profits, and that company will continue to bust its butt all year long to make that nickel and continue to produce the incredible bounty that is the American economy. That is not how things work. You know, if you suck all the fun out of party, people leave the party. If I, you suck all I know. The, I've done that. Well, you've been, right, you've been. I've, I've been that guy. You've been that guy. Um, and if you suck all the profit out of private enterprise, it will go away. It's an interesting experiment, you know, run it in one state and yeah. see how it works out. Yeah. Free health care for everyone is a heck of a start. You include illegals? Wow. Yeah. And, and the many, many hundreds of thousands, millions in California, once again, the hilarity of it is that nobody even knows how many uh, there are. And if you attempt to ask on a census, the uh, progressives get all crazy and say that will terrify people into not even answering the question. So uh, it's unanswerable, uncountable, but you have to pay for it. Now shut up and take it. A map reveals the most popular condiments in every state. Get to that. Oh, boy. I just like saying that for some reason. What's your Um, favorite condiment? I actually have a favorite condiment. I suppose it's clearly ketchup. You know, I like ketchup very much, but if I had to go the rest of my life with one condiment, it would be sweet hot mustard. Sweet hot mustard's pretty good. I eat it on everything. Is that like honey mustard? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. I, I love honey mustard. Yeah. Do you like the beaver brand? That's my favorite brand. I'm not paid to say that. I just love it. You know, some beaver brand sweet hot mustard would be awfully good on the dead raccoon brought into a San Francisco McDonald's. Stay tuned for that story. More importantly, there's a... I don't think the guy understood how McDonald's works. You don't have to bring in your own meat. (laughs) Yet, was it an upgrade? That's a different question. Oh, oh, Um, they have lawyers, you idiot. Yet another prediction of when the United States will stop being the world's top economy. I get the feeling that a lot of people root for this. You're you're a weirdo. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Show. Wipe the food prints off my dash tour. 
Okay, okay, stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What the hell is this, guys? Why are you sharing one podium? That damn you guys really are socialists. What are you doing? <laughs> also, why do you look so grouchy? What is this? It looks like the hostess at IHOP just told them there's no senior discount. The mockery. <clears throat> Brian Williams, who, you know, the fact that he made fun of it shows you how bad it was. Brian Williams. It's a Nancy and Chuck looking glum in response to the president's speech of those who have been on Mars. Brian, Brian Williams said it really looked like your parents standing over you and saying, you were supposed to be home at midnight, young man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that the, the, the Nancy and Chuck response receiving universal mockery. Yeah. Which is uh, saying something. Boy, the Jeff Bezos divorce is getting a lot of attention as he's the richest man in the world. And a picture has emerged of his mistress, apparently. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean... I'm guessing she's a heavyset, middle-aged woman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Oh my God! But you know, the, the, you don't know the the marriage could have been on the rocks for the past five years, and at some point they've both gone their separate ways. Or oh, this, sure. or this could have caused it. But the, the the noises they're making about being friends and still in love and all that sort of stuff would lead you to believe that this wasn't the cause of it. But mm-hmm. Hanson, can you put up a picture uh, when you get a chance of uh, the world's richest man's mistress for Joe? I think I can already picture. It's just a question of That's which. Right. Ah, the brunette variety. I see. Okay. And anyway, fabulous. Um, former model, I'm sure. Uh, uh, former news anchor, I believe. Oh, or same. reporter. Yeah. So, so a talking model. A talking model. So I wonder if five I'm... years his uh, his younger. Only five. Yeah, that's a little restraint. Yeah, yeah. he's fifty four. I think she was forty nine. I don't before. know anything about his ego. Um, if you have an ego at all, being regularly mentioned as the world's richest person would have to uh, stroke your ego to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And if you cut that in half or more, you're going to drop a long way down the list. Right. And he will be the 15th richest person in the world. And so will she. Um, I wonder if that matters to him much at all. Or there, There's also got to be some power and cachet that comes along with being the world's richest man. When you walk into a room, when you set up a meeting, when you propose something... Yeah, just, just be, that coming along with it, I would think would would have some benefits. <laughs> so you think like a couple months from now, somebody's going to get a pitch? Hey, Jeff Bezos wants to do X. Maybe the guy who just got divorced? Nah. <laughs> what, Mister Fifteenth? Yeah. <laughs> no, he still runs the most valuable company on earth, doesn't he? Yeah. Or you know, I certainly think, it'll remain in the top five. For I think quite Microsoft some just surpassed him. He's slipping again. Nah, right, Microsoft passed it day by day. Stock, sell. The Amazon stock dropped quite a bit on his tweet, and there are some questions among your your stock people. Of, We've what? run out of boxes. What? Is that what he tweeted? <laughs> and he tweeted he was getting a divorce. So I'm like, uh. why did he tweet that? And when he tweeted it, is that the best way to go about it since the stock dropped? Blah, blah, blah. Wow. Wow. I'm glad I don't trade day to day. Too stressful. <laughs> and it's possible also that he's so bleeping rich, he just doesn't think about that stuff or care. Which which stuff? The Trying money. to time the announcement of his divorce oh, to right. lessen the stock drop by right. a tiny amount. Right. I doubt. No. I don't. No. I don't think he does because it'll bounce back next week anyway or tomorrow. We hire recently released felons to deliver packages to your home <laughs> that day. That's our business model. Right. <laughs> and it's working for us regardless of whether I'm married or not. 
So I really need to get to the story of the McDonald's, which had to be closed after a gentleman brought a uh, dead raccoon into it. Uh, on, well, I guess, we, yeah, we have time to, get, to do it br- briefly. San Francisco, California especially, the headline is bizarre and amusing. The reality of it is really not. It is absolutely emblematic of cities that have tried to bend over backward and more to accommodate homeless folks. You can be anywhere. You can do anything. There's no crackdown. There's, it's just it's the super compassionate approach. Uh, compassionate toward the homeless, not compassionate toward the people who are taxpaying citizens who have chosen to live in your city. Or uh, business owners or the employees of those uh, those businesses, et cetera, right? Um, I, and, and this is also, well, I'll get into what it is also when I get to it. So, uh, folks going into this uh, McDonald's in San Francisco, for those familiar with the city, it's Potrero Avenue and 16th Street. And, uh, and 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 a guy strode in carrying a large dead raccoon, which was... And we have the video, if you'd like to see it, at armstrongandgetty.com. I'm watching it it's, right now. It's, it's a... It's a I'm, and I'm sorry if you're eating breakfast. This is kind of gross, friends, and I, I apologize, but... Eating a McDonald's? It was, it's bleeding. I mean, it's just it's just barely dead. Um, and he lays it on the table. I don't know if he thought it was one of those butchers where you bring a deer in, they'll they'll prepare it for you or whatever, and... Look, I've had the McRib. This has got to be a step up. Right. Is that what uh-huh. it was uh-huh. uh, But so he, he brings it in. Um, he comes in screaming, help, help, help. Oh, okay. Said uh, customer, he came to the counter. I thought it was a dog at first. The employees told him, you got to leave. And he sat down with it. And there it, it became quite a mess. As I mentioned, the animal was, was bleeding. Um, and the San Francisco PD responded. And one of the fine officers of that institution said the man was evaluated for mental health, and here's the quote that will stick with you today. Based on our information, he did not meet the criteria for detention. Right. We always offer services. The city has a number of services. When we do a mental health detention, that's a little more in-depth. That means you're a threat to yourself or to others. And he was not so a threat to himself or bringing others? a bleeding raccoon into a McDonald's and sitting down with it Utterly unaware of what you're doing is not crazy enough to be detained and in appara- San Francisco. And apparently, that sidewalk. As people who love liberty, the, the question of when to detain people against their will is a really, really touchy one. I mean, the idea that the government can say, yeah, yeah, we think you're crazy and essentially incarcerate you, if that's a troubling thing. It's been misused throughout history. On the other hand... We have to do better, folks. Well, we have entire cities that have turned into scary, scary places because of the the policies of the government uh, they're in. What's coming up your news, Marshall? Well, more concerns about his Supreme's health. Will Trump get to change the high court for a generation? we got more U.S. reaction to China's alleged evil business practices and scientists looking at signs there could indeed be intelligent life on distant planets. On the Armstrong and Getty Show. Or more of the traffic on the internet that shows up as clicks for advertisers uh, is fake. Oh yeah, internet advertising is a giant con job. New Yorker, right like two days after Christmas, had this great 
article that I don't think many people saw. About Could have held it. on to it till everybody's back to work, New Yorker. Come on now. Write about sugar plums and Santa Claus during Christmas. But we should talk about it. It's a little self-serving to, to let you know that the world of like radio advertising is completely real compared to a lot of the online stuff that a lot of advertisers have flocked to, which a lot of it is phony. You're being lied to, my friend. Which is why you're not getting any results. But anyway... We'll talk about that coming up. News now with Marsha Phillips. Will she stay or will she go? The Washington Examiner reporting Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has repeatedly said she will retire when she is no longer able to work full steam. Well, now our BG... I haven't been able to work full steam for quite some time. I think it was 24. When when, when, when was that standard? That's why I have a standard. (laughs) No disrespect intended. No. Widely admired uh, justice. Even if you disagree with everything she believes, she's unquestionably a fine woman. That was merely a shot at my own constitution. Exactly. Just wanted to clarify that. Now RBG has been MIA this week while recovering from cancer surgery, sparking a lot of speculation about her future on the high court. If Ginsburg uh, steps down as one of the four liberal justices, President Trump will almost certainly appoint a conservative replacement. The justice known I like beer. <laughs> the justice known affectionately as the notorious RBG has been absent from oral arguments for three days, and a court spokesperson did not answer any questions about her recovery and gave no indications of when she will return. Boy, that's a tough one. You know, I, I will I'll stay as long as I can work full steam. You've missed three days of oral arguments for the first time ever missing right. oral arguments. They say she's working at home and reading transcripts. So she's, you know, she's doing her judging. There, th- that could be very true. There, were, there would also be a tremendous uh, need and desire to keep it as quiet as possible as you try to organize uh, before reality hits. And that so, might even be a good idea. <laughs> if if uh, Justice Ginsburg, God rest her soul, oh, she's alive, I'm sorry, God yeah. bless her, um, it should decide to retire. Uh, what are Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi cooking up to accuse the next nominee with? I mean, they tried gang rape based on the uh, utterly unsubstantiated account of a, a weirdo represented by Michael Avenatti. If you're willing to go there, what's the next step? Was a prison guard at Auschwitz? Is known to be a serial killer? Well, I mean, it, what, what are they going to try? Well, in their defense, which is accurate thing for me to say, I given, can't wait for this. Given what you just laid out. It would be a monumental change to the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah. Kavanaugh was not a monumental change to the Supreme Court. No. Um, and we still had that ugly battle. But this would be the last, a... For those not hip to it, the last two uh, justices were swapping out a conservative for a conservative. Right. And a moderate conservative for a perhaps slightly more conservative conservative. The Kavanaugh, but certainly uh, or, in that uh, in that Kennedy. range of conservatives somewhere. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Not a departure. This would be the notorious RBG, who's as left as they come, at the exception maybe of uh, Kagan. Um, for uh, certainly a staunch conservative, well, this would be a huge change. And you would, if you care about your, you know, the the liberal politics, you would fight tooth and nail to stop that from happening. I don't know what you would do. I don't know how you could take it any further. <laughs> than that, but oh my god, that would be amazing. I'm not sure it's a good way to structure the Supreme Court that just through happenstance of retirement, age, accidents, heart attacks, whatever, any president gets to decide for the next 40 years the direction of the court. It's an odd system. It's quirky. I'll grant you that. 
A U.S. company that stocks college bookstores with T-shirts and other team apparel has cut its ties with a Chinese company that draws workers from an internment camp holding targeted members of ethnic minority groups. Wow, so my foam figure for St. U was made by a Chinese political prisoner? Yep. Great. Badger Sportswear. Imprisoned for asking for free speech or something? Or is this the, the Muslim population, the millions of Muslims that are uh, doing slave labor? Probably no, the world both. needs to wake up to the fact that yep. there are currently millions of slaves mm-hmm. in China. Right. Yeah, Badger Sportswear, a leading supplier in Nor- out of North Carolina, said in their statement it will no longer do business with this particular company nor import any goods from the same region, quote, given the controversy around doing business there. Somebody or other had a a giant piece, I mean, like exhaustingly long, on prison labor in China. This is the New York Times Magazine, I can't remember, but they were talking about how open it is within that country. I mean, it it stops at the border. We don't talk about it, you know, like this sportswear maker, for instance, but... Um, the various prisons advertise their merits. Hey, we feed our guys three times a day, so they're really good workers. So we'll right. really crank out some some sportswear or some socks or some uh, motherboards or whatever. Um, and you know, uh, uh, Jones or you know, uh, you know, the, 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 I'm trying to come up with a Chinese prov- uh, province. Doesn't matter. Uh, you know, South China prisons. Not only do they only feed their guys once a day, but they beat them. If you want your motherboards made right by prison slave labor, do it for our do it with our prison. It actually exists in China. Right. Astronomers in Canada say they have picked up repeating radio waves from deep space. A study in the journal Nature said the mysterious waves were discovered over the summer on a radio telescope in British Columbia. They are called fast radio bursts. And this is only the second time in history that they have been discovered in deep space. Now, most scientists think the bursts are generated by powerful astrophysical phenomena like black holes. That's what I was going to guess. Though some (laughs) experts have suggested they could be evidence of advanced alien life. Mm, All right. Um, uh, I was pretty into that space story during the Christmas break of that little... uh exploratory device that we sent out into space 10 years oh, ago right. that is now 4 billion miles from Earth. <laughs> it's right. unfathomable. It's so far away. It's a billion miles <laughs> past Pluto, which is the <laughs> furthest thing out there, and they discovered this other little thing floating around and took pictures of it, and the grainy pictures have come back, but the real high-def pictures are supposed to be back in February, I think. It takes six hours for radio waves to reach Earth from there at the speed of light, which is hard to imagine. Mm. But um, it'll take a while to get the HD photos of this little thing right. or another. But it's just, it's unimaginable. We are exploring four billion miles away. I was watching a video the other day about uh, that explorer, the, the, the craft, and they uh, went on to show the parameters of the Milky Way, where we live. And then other galaxies right. beyond it, and the millions of galaxies beyond that, and the vastness of God's creation, if you swing that way, or the universe, however you view it. And I just, I sat there thinking, you know, you're wasting all day being pissed off at your boss. I mean, we, we live in a universe of millions of galaxies. They believe, it's not that big a deal. They believe there are many galaxies as there are grains of sand on, on Earth. Try to imagine that. You can't. And then, I can't. And then make the argument there's no intelligent life out there somewhere. Right. Goodness, we landed in the best galaxy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Er, 
Earth, or, or I'm sorry, Milky Way, yes. it's the best galaxy. <laughs> Speaking of college sports, man, I hate the Andromeda Galaxy. That's a you suck. That's a garbage galaxy, What's man. Cheaters. Uh, all right, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty show, The Conscience of the Nation. Andromeda, it's like the Kmart of galaxies, please. Milky Way. We got spirit. Yes, we do. Yeah, a lot of those clicks you get online are uh, fake. A lot of them. Oh, yeah. You ever seen the pictures of the Chinese click farms back to China? They're amazing. <laughs> I love those videos. They're hilarious. Yeah, we'll tell them about uh, tell you about them if you're not hip to it. Looks like an awful job to have. Yeah, guys got to make a living. Yeah, it's better than being in one of those slave labor prisons. Like exactly. That. Cranking out motherboards on one meal a day. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. find some terms. Oh, by the way, the president headed to the border. He has said uh, behind the scenes that it's a photo op and won't change anything. Of course, practically everything lots of presidents do, uh, they're photo ops. So that's not... Ryan. That, that term is thrown around like it's just automatically a horrible thing. It, it happens all the time. A lot of them are silly and dumb, but everybody does it. So let's not yeah. act like it's... That's not the hill I'm going to die on, as they say. Presidential photo ops. Right. Timeless. Uh, but anyway, it'll get a tremendous amount of attention, and whatever he says, we'll, we'll well, bring it to you. It's not literally timeless. I mean, prior to the existence of the camera, there were few photo ops. <laughs> I'll, I'll concede that. Um, let's define some terms. What's a, what's, a, uh, what's a bot? It's a machine that uh, imitates a human being online. It clicks on stuff. Okay. What's a the, small caveat doesn't necessarily have to be machine. It can be software that, that mimics the, the, the actions of a person online. Perfect. And what's Ooh, software in a machine, you quibbler? What's a what's what is it like in that dead raccoon they dragged into the McDonald's? No, it's uh, anyway. We're gonna get so bogged down. There's so much good stuff here. That's where what's, the fun is. What's a click farm? They raise clicks. Well, oh, it's it's a for facility where they the have, meat. for instance, <laughs> that's right. Only organic clicks here at Joe's Click Farm. It's uh, a facilities full of zillions of cell phones or or uh, or something like that. Uh, smartphones. That will, for instance, watch a video or watch an ad or click on a website with no human being attached. It is, uh, they are businesses designed to artificially inflate engagement in various online things, whether it's well videos, said. articles, uh, tweets, things like that. So we need to uh, uh, link this New Yorker article at armstrongandgetty.com. It is it's very... actually New York Magazine. I'm sorry. One of 75 different publications that are New York something or other. I'm sorry, but New not York sorry. Is but so into itself. <laughs> I'm sorry and not sorry at the same time, but it is good journalism. So, um, But it's very, very long. But the point of it is, and I'm going to read a little bit of it, it's so entertaining. But the point of it is... Um, well, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be naked about this. So it's been really hard on the the radio and TV industry, the growth of online advertising. A lot of advertising has gone away from radio and television to online, mm-hmm. and and it's and it's built on these statistics that they've been hitting us with of 
you buy an ad on on Facebook for this or that or this website or whatever, look at how many people viewed this in the last month. 25,000 people will look at your ad for aluminum siding. And this particular article and lots of other articles that have been around and data show that it's it's beyond inflated. I mean, some of it is almost entirely fictional, if not just, you know, two or three times more than they claim. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the reasons that advertising dollars have started flowing back to radio and television from online. This is before even people even had the met knew the metrics were fake just they weren't getting the results right you buy ads on these various websites that in theory a hundred thousand people are going to see but nobody's showing up to your store anymore right. like when you're advertising on radio and television so money's starting to flow back to radio and tv that's completely self-serving it's also 100 percent true um but let me read this little piece here it, it, on how complicated it is and it mentions the inversion the inversion is at what point is more than 50 percent of the traffic on the internet fake Right. For instance, on YouTube, of the clicks and the number of views and everything like that, it, when more than 50% of it is fake, then where are we? What What is it? What are we doing exactly? Right. <laughs> Which is kind of an interesting question. But if a Russian troll using a Brazilian man's photograph to pretend to be a Trump supporter watches a video on Facebook, is that a real view? <laughs> These are some of the questions they're trying to nail down in courtrooms. Right. In terms of Facebook hitting us with numbers of how many people viewed something. Right. A Trump supporter viewed this ad, but it was a Russian troll using a Brazilian guy's picture to pretend to be a Trump supporter. And none of it was real. <laughs> uh, not only do we have bots masquerading as humans, and humans masquerading as different humans, but also sometimes humans masquerading as bots, as happened with Facebook's M, where they were trying to really push their AI cutting-edge technology, where they had people pretending to be bots, <laughs> because the bots weren't smart enough to do what Facebook actually claimed they could do, so there were actually people doing it. <laughs> You're which blowing is my mind, which is, man. Which is flipping hilarious. Uh, you know, the other part of the article that really intrigued me was that I think it was YouTube has a, a mechanism. It's, you know, algorithms and technical stuff I can't begin to understand to identify what's fake and what's real. But at the point that it's more than 50% fake, they've figured out their algorithms will start identifying real traffic as fake and fake traffic as real. Because it'll just get used to the fake stuff. Well, that's complicated. At, at that point, I mean, uh, they're already doomed, honestly. Uh, but they're they're extra doomed, <laughs> super doomed. Yeah, and uh, if, honest to goodness, and again, this is self serving. I realize, but if you're an advertiser, you're, you're going to have to go with results because that the online stuff. Read this article. The online the the metrics you've been given are phony. Boy, Facebook is the king of it, and they're getting sued all over the places by businesses who say, look, you told us this was happening, and you knew it wasn't true. We want our money back, which right. is a reasonable thing to ask. Right. On YouTube, which is obviously giant, you can buy 5,000 YouTube views. A view counts as 30 seconds of the video was watched. So if they watch even 30 seconds of the video, it counts as a view. You can buy 5,000 views for as low as $15. Wow, no wonder people are flocking to that advertising medium. Hello, YouTube. I'm Mike Huckabee. So, I like. So if somebody claims it had, you know, 100,000 views, they might have spent 150 bucks to get all those. You don't know. Um, well, I like the, the suit where a bunch of small advertisers sued Facebook. Facebook admitted to exaggerating views by about 80%. Oh, yeah. They admitted to it. The plaintiff said, no, it's more like 150 to 900%. 
But the old Mark Zuckerberg, who shaves his horns down so you can't see them, uh, admitted, well, it's 60 to 80 percent at least exaggeration. That oh. is yeah, that is astounding. So Facebook's argument is, no, we only exaggerated by 60 to 80 percent. Yeah, so quit yelling at us. Not the 150 to 900 percent that you're claiming. Right. If you're not adept at uh, percentages and fractions and that sort of thing, in other words, Facebook says, yeah, we told you you got 3,000 views. It's probably more like, I don't know, 1,600. And we probably can't guarantee those are human beings. Yeah, some of them are. But some of them aren't the consumer you're trying to target. We claim that we can target a specific a Trump supporter right. who is more likely to buy a gun. Right. But that might be, as the example we just used, it might be a fake person or a fake robot with using a picture of a guy. To pre- I mean, Again, it could, you're be, blowing my it could mind. be all kinds of things. So even if it's a human, it's not actually a Trump supporter. Well, if it's a fake bot and it's a real dude, he might want to buy a gun. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> Here I am operating my bot farm. And wait a minute, that's a good price. But they, they've got a serious problem in the world of online advertising, which makes me happy in the radio business, I suppose. But well, I just don't appreciate people being defrauded. No. Lied to systematically. The inversion, though, when it crosses over to more of its n- not real human beings clicking on that video than are, yeah. why are we even looking at the numbers? Why are we even discussing it at that point? Well, the emperor has very few clothes, and more and more people are getting uh, made aware of it, being made aware of it. And you know, who it, good. you know who it sucks for if you put out a video that actually does that get that many humans watching it for whatever reason? You get screwed. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.